the coffee fussing to your taste. But you have dressed me with your righteousness alone. I'm the little boy, the lost and lost and still feel unwelcome yet to pardon love. Pardon love on me. I was naked and cold. The covering falls into your days, but you have dressed me with your righteousness alone. You look past my sin, my guilt, my shame, and watch your love. You look beyond me. You look past my sin, my guilt, my shame. Import your love. I know you don't know this song. Waiting now to your love so strong. You do what man no coffee do. You know the fail, you know the shame. You always doing good. Man won't never. You know the seek permission before you blaze. I came to nail away. You do mighty things in your way. So you are extraordinary God. Hey! What's in a do your love so strong? You do what man no go if you do. You know the fail, you know the same. You always doing good. Man will never understand you. You know the seek permission before you bless. I come to nail away. You do mighty things in your way. Extraordinary God. Yeah, you sing extra. Extraordinary oh, Extraordinary 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 You never change your God Extraordinary
we survive by your grace. Lord, I've been broken, although I'm not worthy, you fix me. The rejected stone has become a cornerstone. And I'm the guy you saved, the man men rejected, and I am here to say thank you. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious mighty name. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Father, we give you glory. We honor and exalt your name, for you are God. You are God alone. Thank you for the opportunity to equip your people, to empower them to this encounter. Let them become a sign and a wonder tonight. And let them know that you are God. Let them see a side of you that will change their lives, transform their ministry, their household, and whatever they are connected to. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lord, arise and let their enemies be scattered. In the mighty name of Jesus. Let your mighty hand begin to do greater things in their lives work miracles give them signs make them a wonder in the name of jesus thank you lord that you've, you've called for today as a day that you're about to change the destinies of your people you made this day as a day that you will shift them from a lower level to a higher level of glory 
thank you for your grace <clears throat> thank you for your spirit of truth thank you for all you have done for them in the name of jesus and thank you for what you're about to do in jesus precious mighty name i bring their souls their spirit and their body before you any weakness that they have been subjected to lord by this encounter tonight let them see another side that will break that subjections in the mighty name of jesus and thank you father that we have overcome the devil and that we are declared victorious on every side in the name of jesus lord arise and let our enemies be scattered in jesus precious mighty name let those with broken heart be mended in the name of jesus those with broken heart concerning their job their finance or whatever is connected to them their marriages father let their heart be mended in the name of jesus in the name of jesus and lord let them see and let them know that there is no god except the one and true god jehovah thank you father in jesus mighty name amen thank you lord thank you father In the name of Jesus. In the book of Matthew chapter 6 verse 24, the Bible says, No one can serve two masters. Either he will hate the one and love the other, or he will be devoted to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve both, both God and money. You cannot serve two things. Listen, people of God, many people in your house, your parents are serving other God. And it is because of a covenant that covenant them and impose on them that they should serve other gods. But tonight, any altar that your father's bowed with, that your mother's bowed with, that altar come down in the name of Jesus. In the book of first kings in the book of first kings chapter 18 verse 21 we saw that the prophet was telling them that why are you people limping between two different opinions if god is your lord serving but if bow follow him you cannot serve two masters many people have altars they are serving unknowingly but tonight any altar in your father's house in your mother's house that they are serving knowingly or unknowingly 
Let that altar disappear in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Say in the name of Jesus. You altar of negativity. In my family. Ba 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 
against my life my family my loved ones let it come down now let it fall down now let it disappear in the name of jesus say my father 
in the name of Jesus and by power any demonic altar fighting my destiny fall down now disappear in the name of Jesus fall down and disappear now come on
Mando Balukaya. Any altar erected against your life has disappeared. By fire, 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 in the name of Jesus. Zolo Kopaya. Any altar on assignment to kill, let that altar die. Listen, yes. when it comes to the issue of Gideon. Before Gideon could go for battle, God had the understanding to tell a man, call Gideon, go to your father's house, cut down to bar, cut down that altar, cut it down, destroy it. Because if you do not destroy it, when you go on the battlefield, you will not achieve what you are supposed to achieve. Most of you, you are struggling oh. on the battle of life or in the battle of life because there is an altar. But today, any altar causing our struggle, let it die. Die. Come on. God is telling someone something. It may seem like now things are very hard for you, but the Lord is saying, Shanta, 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 Shanta,
Right now, I see two angels, mighty angels. 
I saw this angels holding a sword. This is a mighty sword. I saw it land even reach to the heavens. Zantella Demon. See these giant beings. These are angels. Two. And I saw a word written, command I go. I stand by the covenant of my priesthood and I decree in the name of Jesus, you angel of war, I release you to war against any altar in your families in the name of Jesus. Begin to scatter now, 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 now. In the name of Jesus. That challenge that, that is empowered or that is powered by the altar in the house. Let the angel of the Lord destroy that altar. Break it now. Destroy it now. And I hear in my spirit, somebody called Stephen. I have entered even into the central region like Cape Coast. And when I entered there, I saw this same angel being released even into this location, breaking demonic altars. And the Lord said, you are free. My God. Listen, listen. There are there are priests that stands and, and, and perform rituals on the altar. their work is to make sure that the covenant practice around the altar is performed now from the time that they will stop performing that ritual the altar will not be powerful enough to destroy life so what is making the altar powerful is because there is a powerful priest performing a ritual consistently Listen, listen, anything standing, there is somebody holding it. Anybody on top, there is somebody on the ground holding them up. The same way, any altar in the family, there is something empowering that altar. It can be a demonic priest, it can be a witch doctor. Are you ready? Are you ready to fire? Listen, any 
body on assignment to perform rituals on the altars in our houses, on any altar that will be erected in the future. Let them die. Listen, listen, you can be merciful. Listen, as I'm teaching about, about altars, we will go to the book of Judges. You will know certain things. Judges chapter 1. When you read it, you will understand certain things. There were certain people that were troubling God's people because they disobeyed God by driving these people out from the land. So when you read the book of Judges, there were certain inhabitants inhabiting the land. And these people, God instructed his people to drive them out. But the people became emotional. They, they, they became emotional to, 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 to save these people. They, don't want, they didn't want to kill these people. They sought them to be young. But the Lord said, destroy all of them. But they, 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 they spared them. Listen, your sparing and sparing and sparing of people will kill you. Be careful. When the Lord gives you the opportunity to destroy, destroy. Do you understand the word life and death lies on the power of the tongue? And those who love to talk will eat it through thereof. Those who love to to talk. So listen, there are ways we can talk. And when you are praying, we can talk. We are, we are talking in prayer. Am I talking to somebody? So if God has invested life and has invested death on your tongue, say by the power of my tongue, I declare death to any high priest, demonic priest, witch doctors, necromancers, sorcerers, making enchantments, making ritual, performing covenant practice on any altar against my life, against my family, let them die. Come on. Papa, 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 Papa,
in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 18, verse 27, the Bible says that, but if a wicked man, if a wicked man return from evil, or if a wicked man turns from evil, or turns away from his wickedness, Or if a wicked man turns from wicked things and begin to do right things, begin to do what is fair and right, he will leave. So as we are praying, any wicked person that has made up their mind to turn from their wickedness, let them leave. But I ask a question. What about the wicked one who says I am not turning from the wickedness? If the one turning from the wickedness will leave, then what is going to happen to those who will not turn from their wickedness? Say any wicked man. Listen, this is a generational prayer. We are not going to limit it to our family. Say any wicked man in my generation who says or who has sworn that they will not turn from their wickedness oh god i command death to enter their household and destroy and consume in the name of jesus but oh god any wicked man in my generation that will turn from their wickedness lord deliver them and use them for your assignment in the name of jesus my god somebody you can clap you can clap my god In the book of Proverbs, chapter 24, verse 20, the Bible says, For the evil man has no future. The Bible says that, For there shall be no reward for the wicked man. And their lamp, do you know lamp? Their light. It will be put off. Any wicked man in your house, any evil man in your house, let them die. They have no, they have no future. They, they have no future. The wicked man has no future. In the book of Ezekiel, chapter 3, verse 18 to 19, the Bible says that, son of man, you see, I have made you a watchman, but he told him something that you, anytime I give warning, give it to the people. So he said that if a wicked man or an evil man, if they hear my word and turn from their wickedness, then they will leave. But if they hear my word, and do not turn from their wickedness or evil ways 
they will die because of their sins. They will do what? They will die. Any unrepentant wicked man in your house, I declare death now in the name of Jesus. There is something that the Bible says. The Bible says that a master and a servant, these people, they went to the field to sow seeds. Now, after that, the servant, they went to sleep. As a servant, what they were supposed to do is to watch over the seed. So, no one takes from the seeds. I follow so no one takes from the sea listen but the bible says that when the servant went to sleep an evil man came to sow tests among the goose some of you somebody have sown tests in your life and that is why you work hard but you cannot enjoy the fruit of your labor There is an evil water empowering that. There is an evil water making sure you work hard, but you not enjoy life. Who told you that it is hard work that pays? If it is hard work that pays, then the kaya ye, they are the richest people on earth. The Bible made us understand. That make it rich, and he has no sorrows to it. It is the Lord that make it you prosperous. It means that, listen, it means that becoming prosperous, becoming rich is not entirely by your skill. It is not entirely by your certificate. Because you can have the certificate, you can have the skill, but you can stay in the house unemployed. You can have all the qualifications. That is why I don't like titles. It's not wrong to call people to give people their title, but I don't like it. To me, I don't like it. I am only prolific, George Mackey. Are you getting it? You can have all the names and nothing will happen. It is God who make it rich. Listen, stop looking for help from people. Your help is from above. Your help is from above. Your help is from above. Are you ready to fire prayer? Are you ready to fire prayer? Are you ready to fire prayer?
Are you ready to fire prayer? Yes, sir. Listen, an evil man has done this. So you'll be working. Ah, you, you are gathering things. You are, you, you are struggling. You don't even have a second to even do anything. And still, you don't have enough. What actually is happening? An evil man has done this. So, so you, you are a farmer. You have sown the seeds. But at the time of harvest, you are not seeing it. Well, listen. After this prayer, you will see the fullness of your harvest. You have sown the seed. You have invested in a lot of things. You are doing this business. You are, you, you, you are doing things that will bring you money. Mm. You are doing things that will bring um, glory to your house. Mm. But when the time comes for you to harvest, you don't see it. Why? Because an evil man has done this. Any evil man on assignment. Declare death right now in the name of Jesus. Any evil man on assignment, I declare death in the name of Jesus. Any evil man, die. Amen. Amen. That is what the Bible says. He says that an evil man, if they do not change or repent, they will die. Listen, this world, there are things that are happening. You have to be serious as a spiritual person. Do you remember that on Tari, I located a certain woman and I said that I am hearing a name like Siakwa, Siakwa, Siakwa. You remember? You remember I said that? Now, when I located this lady, was it a woman? Yes, a woman. And I said that, no, the siakwa I am hearing, it is like it is your daughter. And I see that in the realms of the spirit, do you remember? I said in the realms of the spirit, what I am seeing, it is like I am seeing a throne. And this throne, it is like they, they, they have to give it to that siakwa. And I said, no, I'm here like Paulina Siakwa. I said, the woman said, yeah, that is my daughter. And I saw that that throne is supposed to be given to her. I saw a big giant throne with even a crown. Then I prayed for the woman. Then I said that after this person get hold over that throne or over that throne, suddenly from that time, this woman or this lady is going to receive is going to see prosperity like never before you remember i said that just today i don't know if if the lady is on this platform the lady called me and said that papa 
before my mother told me the same day i think in on thursday she had the dream and in the dream she entered okay polish polish coin i want you to understand about altars i want you to have understand about altars yeah. people of god i'm telling you yes. and the, the lady said she saw something she was not there she was not there but she saw something oh i don't know why my app is messing up just like that carol she was not there yes. but we prayed for the mother and I said, I am seeing a throne. This throne, I'm seeing morning. This lady is supposed to be connected to the throne. Just today, the lady, the lady said, told me that Pastor George, I saw in a vision, and in the vision, I saw a giant throne. And when I saw the throne, I saw a crown on it. And quickly, I ran to pick the crown and I went. My God, this is something that happened on Wednesday. Mm. Atari. And after praying, this is a spiritual thing. You know, I located that and I, said, I saw a giant throne. And this is like a throne that is beautiful. This person is supposed to sit on the throne. Mm. I don't know if you people were there. If you, if you were there, say, say I, say I, type I. My God. Shalomimanagabai. You even okay, you, you went to Accra together with the mother, yes. When she told me, in fact, I was I was shocked. I was like, wow. We prayed for the lady. I said, ah, what I saw was a throne, and nobody was sitting on it. I was even holding the mic. Wow, somebody say somebody saying that I was even holding the mic. Who is that person? Okay, that's my that's my son. That's that's my son. He's a prophet. That's my son. That is Ima. Yes, yes. My sons, they are prophets. Now I am telling you this to have understanding that the reason why you are not getting hold of something is because somebody is behind. The person is trying to tell you they will never allow you to have a peaceful life. The lady said, Pastor George, before my mother told me, I had a dream. So when my mother told me, I said, uh-huh. Because I saw a giant throne. And I saw a crown on it. But quickly, I was able to rush to the throne and pick the crown and I wear it. And I'm telling you. I even said that this lady is, tra is trying to travel. I, you remember, I said she has been trying to travel and it has been failing. I, I even said, I prophesied it to the mother. And today she told me that there was a, a family member who is in a certain place. The person suddenly caught 
like the person is now trying to work something out for her. Listen, listen. Until we break certain things in the spirit, physically we struggle. That is why you don't have to joke with your prayer life. Because there are things behind the scene. Carol, that's why I, people, when they speak against the prophetic, I don't understand them. Yes. Because until we break certain things, huh, you will never have joy. You will never have peace. Sometimes you have done everything your human capacity in your human capacity, but it, it is it is as if it is not enough. What is happening that I'm not getting hold over what I'm supposed to get hold? What is happening that I'm not getting my promotion? What is happening? You remember a lady from South Africa, the testimony. Why am I saying this? I'm saying it to open your eyes. A lady in South Africa. A lady in South Africa. You remember that before Tari, the lady shared a testimony on the platform. The lady said that, Pastor, I think on Monday or on Sunday, the, 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 the lady said that, you remember you prophesied to me last year and you said that in the year that we are entering, I am going to receive a track. This is like the, the big class. My, my, your, said my company is going to give me that car. And the lady said that to the glory of God, they have given me that car. Listen, things happen. That is my covenant too. My covenant is not to see alone. No, the seeing is just a grace. The, the praying for the healing is just another realm. The teaching is another realm. But my covenant is that anybody I pray for, you must come back to testify. It's not only on what I see. Any body i pray for you must testify oh, yes. i am following so when we are praying be serious because somebody is behind the scene trying to belittle you but today let them come down amen. in the name of jesus amen in the name of jesus Okay. Can you hear me now? Yes, sir. Yes, please. App is trying to mess up, but they like. Uh... Hey, 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 hey. 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 Ah. 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 If they mess up with your life. I will exchange it. 
Yes. The message will be their name. Amen. And I will take you Amen. by the hand of God Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Any mess they've caused in your life, we change it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Anybody on assignment to belittle your destiny, mm. let them take that place of belittlement. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I am angry in my spirit. Thank you, Father. An evil man has done things. So you are working, looking for promotion, but nothing is happening. Listen, the Bible says promotion does not come from the what? It doesn't come from all the where, where you are looking for. Yes. Are you getting it? Promotion is from the law. See, who has done this? I say, an evil man, an evil man has done this. Listen, today, any evil man standing, any last man standing, some of you in your family, all of you, you are now worshiping and serving God, but there is a last man standing. Okay, Polash is calling. Let's, let's allow Polash to testify. But this is very, very important. Polash, testify. Testify. God, this was serious. Hello. Hello. Hello, Papa. Yes, dear. How are you? Hello. Yes, dear. By the grace of God, I'm fine. I do. I do. I just need to say. Uh huh. Now you can talk. Papa, this thing I don't even know how to start from and how to end it, but. As soon as my mother, my mother came around and 
And then she went inside to sleep. And in the morning, when he woke up, he started to walk up. There was a throne. I said, ah, I also had a dream. And in the dream, I saw a throne, a mighty throne like that. I saw the king standing by, but the king wasn't wearing the crown. So I you saw, you saw somebody. Yes, I saw the one they called the king. The king was just standing there, but he wasn't close to the throne. So I just rushed where the throne is, picked up the crown, and put it on my head. Uh, and that was it. That was it. Wow. Oh, so th those of you who came for tarot, for life, okay, the Lord bless you and favor you. And what also happened to your travel? For my traveling, um, there's this man, he's a friend of my mother. For some time now, we have been trying to reach him, but he's not picking up. On Friday morning, this man started calling. It rained, it drizzled a little. And I had my mother's phone ringing. So I was even telling her, you have a call. And then she said, no, it's a message. Wow. You have a call. She ran to the phone and said, hey! And then we spoke about it and said, Oh, okay. I have sent about 48 people to Italy. Let me see what I can do to help you. I'll come back. Then he mentioned the place he said, you go to the embassy, pick up the phone, and start filling, and then he will take it up from there. And you got the glory. He has done so well. I know he has done a good thing, and surely he will bring it to a successful end. Glory to Jesus. <laughs> I, I love the way you say glory, 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 glory. My God. This, this is a new form of glory. Say glory. Glory, my God. Listen, this um, um, lady, the mother, came for Tari. And by the grace of God, we located the woman. And I heard a name, Sakwa. And he said, that is my daughter. And I saw a throne. And the throne, I saw somebody who is like an old, old person, like somebody that is like a grandparent or something. And the person wanted to do give that. So the mother even testified that when they give birth to Sakwa, they lifted her up. And the and the and the grandparent blessed Sakwa. And I said, Is it Paulina Sakwa? He said, Yes, that is my daughter. Then we communicated that the Lord is giving her the throne. Because there is something on the throne. This there is something on what? On the throne that the Lord is giving to her and she said that she, after the service she also she was not there she had the dream and in the dream she saw the throne with a crown and a man standing mm. 
this is the man that I was talking about. I said, somebody's waiting for her. Oh, Jesus. To give her the throne. Nice. And after they give her the throne, many doors will be open yeah. financially. She will be sure. blessed. And suddenly, mm -hmm. after the prayers, doors have started opening. Oh, yes. Herself, she saw the throne in a vision mm -hmm. and she had a hold of it. Mm -hmm. Listen, there are things God wants to give you. Mm -hmm. But there are limitations, limitations that is limiting you from assessing those things yes. because an evil man is behind. Mm. Say in the name of Jesus, my father, my Lord, any limitation set against my life, set against my life, set against my life to not assess. To not assess. To not assess. To not assess. To not be able to assess my glorious destiny. As I clap and pray, let that thing disappear. Let that thing die. Anything making sure I will not have access to my glorious destiny, limiting my destiny. Oh God, let that thing disappear.
Somebody shout glory. glory. Thank you, Father. Altis. Everybody type Altis. My God, today you are afraid. Yes. Testimonies await you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Altars. Genesis chapter 35, verse 1 to 7. Genesis chapter 35, verse 1 to 7. Genesis chapter 35, verse 1. Then God said to Jacob, Arise, go up to Bethel and dwell there, and make an altar dead to God who appeared to you when you fled from the face of Esau your brother go to Bethel Bethel go to Bethel go to Bethel Let us arise and go up to Bethel. And I will make there an altar to God who answered me in the days of my distress and was with me wherever I went. The idea of altars is a godly idea. The first time an altar was mentioned in the Bible was for the right purpose. Are you following? Yes, sir. Genesis chapter 8, verse 20. So, an altar was not a demonic idea. Altar is a godly idea. It was the mindset of God that we build an altar unto him. And the purpose of altar, number one, is to offer sacrifice. Number one, to be a covenant, co- covenantal area of remembrance and memorial so god has done something for you but when you encountered god god expect that you establish altar there so that you remember the exact place where you encountered mm. so god said told this man that son go to the place where you encountered me that was your transitional point mm. don't forget me because listen there were many places you didn't meet me there. You only met me at Bethel. 
So go back now that you are free. Go back, set an altar unto me. Alama no go by. Are you following? Yes, sir. So Jacob received an instruction from God that go to Bethel. I ask myself, couldn't God told Jacob build the altar at where you are? No. He said, go back. Listen, if you have learned something, begin to learn something new. He said, go back to Bethel. Bethel. Solo ni managai. Why is it that he was not telling him to build the altar at where he is? But he said, go to Bethel. Why? Genesis chapter 28, verse 19. Let's go. We want to explain something. Please, are you learning? Yes, sir. I'm learning. Let's December. It's one of the highest sensitivity, spiritual activity month. So don't be missing by heart. Genesis 28, 19. And he called that place Bethel. 2019. And he named that place Bethel. Now let's go to Genesis 28, 16. 16. Go back now. Go to, go to, go to. We are where sixteen. Go to ten. Genesis twenty-eight verse ten. Caro, read the ten well. We are serious. Any altar fighting, my daughter Caro die. Caro, read well. Read well. Let's go. We are serious here. And Jacob went out from. Bathsheba and went toward Haran. Continue for me. Meanwhile, Jacob left Bathsheba and traveled toward Haran. At sundown, he arrived. That is evening. Sundown. He arrived at a good place. Somebody say a good place. place. Somebody say a good place. place. To set up camp and stop there for the night. Jacob found a stone. A stone. A stone that he put it under his his head and lay down to sleep. You see, in, in the past, they used stone as pillow and they didn't have neck pain. Today you use you use pillow, all kinds of pillow, you have neck pain. Yes. The mindset is corrupted. You are not supposed to have neck pain. It is the devil trying to make you understand that. It is wrong. You are not supposed to have it. Listen, our mindset needs to be rewired. Somebody was sleeping. Carol? Yes, sir. This man was sleeping on stones. He was sleeping on stones. He was sleeping on stone, but nothing happened to his head. Now, Dr. Satiki, you can see you have to sleep this way, sleep this angle, mm-hmm. and it will work for you because our mindset have been wired. Anything we place our faith in, it will work. Yes. A sundown arrived at a good place to set up a camp and stop there for the night. Jacob found a stone to rest his head 
he was resting his head on a stone. Aye lagaya. Against and lay down to sleep. He was able to sleep too. As he slept, he dreamed. He sorry, he dreamed of a stairway that reached from the earth up to heaven. And he saw the angels of God going up and down the stairway. Continue for me. 13, 14, and 15. Continue for me, fast for me. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father and the God of Isaac. There above stood the Lord. At the top of the stairway stood the Lord and said, I am the Lord, the God of your grandfather Abraham and the God of your father Isaac. The ground you are lying on belongs to you. People of God, any ground the Lord has given to you, no demonic power will take it. Amen. Any husband or wife the Lord has given to, nobody will take it. Amen. Any business the Lord has given to, no power will contain you. Amen. Any ground or any property the Lord has given you or is given you, nobody will contain you. Amen. And the God of your father is the ground you are lying on belongs to you. I am giving it to you and your descendants. Carol, I am giving to you and your descendant. Your descendant will be as numerous as the dust of the earth. They will spread out in all directions, to the west and east, to the north and the south, and all families of the earth will be blessed through you and your descendant. 15. And behold, the Lord stood... No, 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 that's not 15. 15 for me. And behold, I am with thee, and I will keep thee in all places whether thou goest. Ah, yeah. 15, 15, 15, 15, 15, 16. I feel fire. I don't know if you are feeling fire. What's more? I am with you and I will protect you wherever you go. One day, I will bring you back to this land. I will not leave you until I finish giving you everything I have promised you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place. And I wasn't even aware of it. Surely the Lord is in that small business, but you're not getting money. The Lord is there, but you're not getting the key. Surely the Lord was with the guy that wanted to marry that you refused. The lady that you want to marry that you refused. Sure, the Lord was with you. You didn't know. But the day you will know, you know that this is your treasure. People of God, authors are fighting people. There are authors fighting people are you with me so be careful listen the reason why this man was sent back to build the altar was because of this that is where he encountered god the god of his grandfather abraham the god of his father isaac who has now become his also god his god so people will come and remember the god of jacob now let me show you something anybody who did not enter into covenant with god was not referred in link to god those people they referred god of abraham god of isaac god of jacob they were people who built altars and who built who had covenant with god when you go to the bible People who didn't build altar. People who didn't have covenant. This is a mystery. 
people who didn't have covenant who didn't build altar unto the lord you cannot say god of this have you heard anybody say god of Saul before <laughs> so go through the scriptures even in the in the in the old testament you will see that all the people we mention god of abraham god of isaac god of jacob Are you getting it? These three people were covenanted people. They understood altars. They built altars unto the Lord. Even David, people do not say God of David. Now, this is a mystery. I want you to understand. The only thing we hear is David the back whom more but by this a God of David. David the back whom more but and not the a Bible name. So, when you go through the scriptures, David had a covenant with God. You can say God of David to work for you. But I mean, those people who were able to build altars unto the Lord, they have proper covenant. And God, and the name of God was in link with their name. So, it means that if you have an understanding about altars, proper understanding about altars, your name will be linked with God. Are you following? Yes, sir. Yes. So the idea of altars is a godly idea. It's God's own idea. And I said it that the first time altars or altar was mentioned in the Bible was for a godly purpose. Genesis chapter 8 verse 20. Now, you may not know somebody will be like ah but did abraham build an altar yes abraham built an altar it was not mentioned but abraham built an altar do you know why because abraham built an altar you cannot sacrifice anybody until you build an altar so for god to tell abraham go and sacrifice your son isaac he has to build an altar. So he built an altar to make sacrifice. So the altar he built, that is, the Bible never said it straight that he built an altar. But what he said to place Isaac on as a sacrifice was an altar. Because it is altar that we make sacrifice. You cannot build any other thing. So Abraham started it, but it was not clearly mentioned. But when it comes to the issue of Noah, the Bible says in Genesis 8.20, are you following that then Noah built an altar unto the Lord and their sacrifice no I want King James I want King James Soro di Selemagaria I want you to learn because listen we are afraid but the Bible say my people perish for the lack of knowledge you need knowledge about altars every year I talk about this in December and this year you are you, you are fortunate to be part of this meeting. Congratulations. Go Sadaba. Genesis chapter 8, verse 20. Oh, can somebody help me with that? And Noah built an altar unto the Lord and took of every clean beast and of every clean fowl and offered burnt offerings on the altar. Are you getting it? Yes.
Am I head now? Am I head now? Okay. So the original idea of God concerning altars is to offer sacrifice. Number two, set as a memorial, a place where you remember your God, that this is the place where I encountered God. Please, are you following? So in Genesis chapter 8, verse 20, Noah built the altar. And the reason why he built the altar was to sacrifice. Why did he make a sacrifice? Because he was about to enter into a new land. Listen, this is where the key is and this is where the mystery is. Noah has been delivered. And this God who delivered them brought them to a land, another land, like a new world. But for them to begin to open up into their new mansion, into their new company, they said, first of all, let's make sacrifice unto God. That is the key. When you got the job, what did you do first? When you were about to start the ministry, what did you, what did, what did you do first? When you got married, what did you do first? When you, you had the opportunity to travel, what did you do first? When you got healed, what did you do first? Noah had this understanding that first of all, I have to build an altar and offer sacrifice. Listen, the key and the mystery is that anything you want to start first, build an altar unto the Lord. And that is the altar of sacrifice. Sacrifice something. When you do that, the thing you want to start, it becomes a covenant. It is backed by the altar. Anybody that wants to fight that thing will die. Anybody who wants to destroy that marriage will have to face that altar. Are you getting the whole thing? I'm not going to teach you the altar and I will not give you a key. I'm giving you a key here. So have this understanding. So anything, whether ministry, whether job, anything. First, when you receive your salary, remember the Lord. First, use it as your thanksgiving sacrifice. Build an altar unto the Lord. Your job is secure when you have given thanks and erected an altar unto the Lord. Number two. Yeah, why? 
Yeah, hello. Can you hear me now? Yes. Network. Don't alter us. <laughs> Otherwise, we will alter you. The purpose of altar number one, I said, is for sacrifice. Number two, and I explained that. God gave Abraham a son. And the next thing God wants to do is to test him if he can give only his one son to him back. He is the Lord who gave him the son. God gave you a job. You received a job. God will tell you all the money you are receiving for your first your first salary, give it to the church. <laughs> Say, ah, God, mm, I've been sitting in the house. And now that I, I had the job, you want me to spend the money? You want, you want me to put the money on the altar? No. God, you know, this is not possible. But they have forgotten that when they were in the house, they had nothing. This same God gave them job. They are forgotten. They cannot give it all to the Lord. They are now doing calculation with God. Even their tithe, they have to. This network. Are you following? So the number one is for sacrificial purpose. Number two is for memorial purpose. Number two is for what? Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 10. Memorial purpose. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 10. When you have eaten and are satisfied, praise the Lord. Other verses say, Remember the Lord your God for the good land he has given you. Be careful that you do not forget the Lord your God. Failing to observe his command, his laws, and his decrees that I am giving you this day. 
Are you following? Deuteronomy 8 10. When thou hast eaten and art full, then thou shalt bless the Lord thy God for the good land which he had given you. So that the second reason for it is for memorial purpose. When the Lord delivered you, listen, God told Jacob, my son, go back to Bethel and build an altar there. Do, do you know what God is trying to tell Jacob? Remember, remember when I delivered you from that place. Go there, set an altar for, for memorial. When thou hast eaten and art full, thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 10. You bless the Lord. You have to remember what the Lord has done for you. You have to praise the Lord for what he has done for you. Remember the Lord and give him thanks. Are you following? Yes. Now I talk about the first one as sacrifice, the second one as memorial. If we want to go deep into sacrifice, it is not only about your giving offerings alone. Mm. We have different forms of sacrifice. Sacrifice of praise, sacrifice of worship, prayer is also sacrifice. Fasting is also sacrifice. So you see people go on their altar to pray. It's all part of sacrifice. Are you getting it? But it has been coined to the last thing I'm going to talk about. So the number three reason for altar is for priesthood. And in priesthood, we pray. In priesthood, we make petitions. In priesthood, we make declarations. In priesthood, we talk to God, communicate to God. We minister to God and God minister to us on the altar. Are you following? Yes, sir. Genesis chapter 12, verse 7 to 8. The Lord appeared unto Abraham. So now here is a clear sign that Abraham built an altar. Genesis chapter 12, verse 7 to 8. Let's read it. So I people say, God of Abraham, God of Isaac, God of Jacob. These are men who had understanding about all this. This is the foundational teaching about all this. We are going to learn deeper things. So anytime you hear an altar, stop thinking negative. The idea of altar, Genesis chapter 12, verse 7 to 8. The idea of altar is not an evil idea. Anytime you hear altars, most of you, 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 your mind goes on wickedness, evil, no. 
And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, unto, and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord. Abram built an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. Now listen, I'm going to give you a, a key here. Verse 8. And he removed from there unto a mountain on the east of Bethel. Remember, Bethel is the place that his grandson Jacob also built an altar. Mm -hmm. hmm. I'm going to give you a key. Please follow. Say, I am following. Say, I'm following. And he removed from thence unto a mountain on the east of Bethel and pitched his tent, having Bethel on the west and high on the east. And there he builded an altar unto the Lord and called upon the name of the Lord. That is priesthood. He built the altar and called upon the name of the Lord. Where you encounter God, you must build an altar there that in difficult times you call the God of your source. I have a daughter here and I have a wonderful son here. They got married on Saturday. He said, Daddy, what, what actually happened? It was serious. He said, Daddy, your name, they didn't sleep. I said, Eh, hey. God of George Mackingo. God of <laughs> God of George Mackingo. God of He said, Daddy, I mentioned your name ah, to the program. Ended. God of George Mackingo. When she was saying it, I said, wow, to you alone, God belongs glory and honor. Why is she mentioned my name? Because to her, I am her covering. So, so she is calling and provoking the God of his father. God of prolific, God of prolific, God of prolific, God of prolific. And truly, God of George McEagle made sure that everything was perfect. Jacob, this is the God of his grandfather, Abraham. Carol, there's a song. Show us the ancient path. Would you lead us on eternal highway? We want to follow the footsteps of Jesus. We want to follow the way. I forget about it. It's a powerful song. The Bible said, I followed the ancient pathway. Follow. Jeremiah chapter 6, verse 16. This is what the law says. Stand at the crossroad and ask for the ancient path. Where is the good way? Then walk in it and you will find rest for your souls. So he, the, some people have a covenant with, with the God of their fathers. Mm -hmm. Jacob built an altar. His grandfather Abraham also pitched his tent and built an altar around the same place but El and high are you people following yes, sir. are you learning yes, sir. yes 
I want you to understand authors very well. So these are the foundations. Understand it very well. I, I told you to bring the list. Did, did you bring it? I told you to bring list. Are you having it? Yes. For priesthood. For sacrifice. For memorial. Are you, are you following? Yes. The key to Abraham's altar is that he built the altar to call upon the name of the Lord. Do you have an altar that you can call upon the name of the Lord? Somebody will now ask, should I go and build an altar like a stone? No! We are not talking about that. We have the high priest, Jesus Christ. He is our altar. But spiritually, when we are talking about altar, there are things you do. You know, in church, every church has an altar. Or you don't know. Every church has an altar. It is the sacred area. Are you getting it? Now, in the sanctuary that God commanded Moses to build, the temple, I told you that we have the outer court and the inner court. Now, can we go back? Are you ready to learn this? In fact, forgive me that I, I, am, I am bringing a lot of things because we, we have to learn. Teach us. I love that. My daughter says I should teach you. Let me let me go down. Can I talk a little about the tabernacle? Yes, sir. Should I talk a little about it? Yes. Are you sure? Yes, sir. Okay. Now the tabernacle is a portable tabernacle that the Lord instructed Moses to build. And the reason why God told Moses to build is that so that he would dwell with his people. So the idea that God instructed Moses to build the tabernacle is that he wants to dwell with his people. Are you getting it? So from the book of Genesis, even till today, or till these days, the idea of God is to dwell with his people. God wants to dwell with us. Are you getting it? So God instructed Moses, build me a tabernacle, a sanctuary, so that I can dwell with my people. Are you following? Yes. Now, when this man built the altar, I'm uh, sorry, the tabernacle or the sanctuary, it was grouped into two compartments. We have the outer court and the inner court. In the outer court, there is this one big gate. When you enter the gates, the first thing you will see, even in the outer court, there are two things. And number one is the brazen altar. And the second one is the brazen lava. The brazen altar is the place where they make sacrifices. Remember, the thing is what altar. So even when you enter into the court, 
the thing you will see is what an altar. So going to the presence of God, what grants you access is an altar. Now to teach you people about altar, covenant, and thrones, you must understand some of these things first. So when you enter into the sanctuary, where God said they should build me a sanctuary that I may dwell with my people, when you enter, the first things you will begin to see is a brazen altar. And another thing you will see is a brazen lava. Now on the brazen altar, there are four horns. Please, I want your attention to come alive. So you have an understanding. Now you know that altar is an idea of God. You have the foundation now. So I can go on this side. Listen. The brazen altar had four horns. Four horns. The horns, anytime the priest want to make sacrifice to atone for the sins of the people, mm. the one that he is atoning for, that one will stretch forth his hands and put it on the head of the animal. And that animal they want to sacrifice symbolically represents Jesus, who is our lamb. Are you following? Yes, Spotless without blemish. Now, when the man who has sinned put his hand on the head of the animal, it means that he has transferred all the sins of his life into the animal. And now, the animal is now carrying the sin. You see that all the things they were doing was a physical thing. But it had a spiritual implication. Listen, be careful. Life is spiritual. How can somebody lay hands on an animal for you to say that his sins have been transferred to the animal? It was spiritual. The same way, your uncle, if you are not strong, your grandfather, your grandmother, your sister, your brother, even your parent can take a goat or a sheep and they can take your picture and lay it on the head of that animal and speak word that if we kill this animal, we kill this one on the picture. And the moment they kill the animal, you die. Are you following? Listen, I want to open your eyes. You have to be on fire. Yes, I will be on fire. Do you know how many times they've taken your picture, but nothing happened? They have been taking your pictures to go to places, but nothing happened. Why? Because you have God. Anybody that have taken your picture anywhere yes. on this altar week, I decree, let the picture catch fire Amen. and let it consume that person Amen. in the name of Jesus. Are you following? So this is a spiritual thing. The person must first stretch his hand on the animal. Touch the animal. Are you following? There are certain houses that every year they sermon all the family members. And when they come to the house, they will take, um, how do you call it? This hand. Are you getting it? Then the hand, they will make sure that they will do some rituals on it. Then when they are done, they will pass it on, on the head of every family member. 
Oh, it has been happening. Maybe you don't know. They will pass it on the head of every family member. Then they will sacrifice it at the center of that altar that they built. Now, let me open your eyes now. Everything they have set in your family house that you call idol is an altar. It's an altar because they go there to ask for things. They sacrifice things. So it is an altar. So the idols in your father's house is an altar. Mm. And that is why the things I said, the three things, it set as a memorial every year, every month. They go and they pour something on it. They call it libation. And there are seasons they go and they do some rituals and that one they pour blood on it. Sometimes they take queens, 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 not papers, queens. And they will put it on the altar. You call it idol. It's an altar. One time I was ministering in the spirit and suddenly the Lord opened my eye to a certain lady on this platform. Is it the pillar or something? And the Lord took me even into her family house where I saw I saw a certain round house, like a family house. And I, I saw one room. And the room, I saw this idol inside the room. And there was this man that was serving this idol. That man looks like an uncle. Everybody says, we will not serve this thing again. The man said, me, I will serve it. So after now, the man was saying, so I entered the room and I saw the man doing certain things against them. And the Lord led, led me to declare something against him. I saw another man too on this platform. Is it comrade or something? El Emuna. And that one too, I entered into their, their family house. There is a house, a certain room. Nobody enters that room. There is an uncle. I don't know what is, what is, what is, what is up with this uncle. They enter that room to make sacrifice against the people in the family and he said yes there's a man that always go to that place to make sacrifice altars are you following so they copied everything from the original intent of god concerning altars what god said concerning altars that they make sacrifice is served as a sacrificial thing as a memorial thing and for priesthood purpose. It serves as that. These people also generated their own altar. And this one is a demonic one. To fight people and engage in demonic covenant. Covenant practices that goes on that every man, somebody has to die in the family. There is a sickness, a certain sickness in the family that is because of a certain altar in the family but today we prayed and the angels that i saw they have destroyed every altar remember the reason why we keep praying on altars against altars is because altars can be erected every time so they are not tired in erection of altars altars can be erected every time Forget about the physical things you see. Spiritually, there are people that are setting altars against your life. But it shall not stand. Amen.
in the name of Jesus. Amen. I follow. So when you enter the tabernacle, my daughter, you will see what? I said you see altar of what? Sacrifice, that brazen altar and the brazen lava. Okay. Now on the brazen lava, on the brazen lava, that is where it contains water. They wash themselves. So these are the two things. We have a minute or Yes. So the brazen altar and the brazen lava. I said the brazen altar is an altar of sacrifice. And the brazen lava is where you find the water. So they wash themselves after everything. They wash themselves through that water. Now that is the word of God. The Bible says this. The washing. Let me find that scripture for you. The washing of water by the word of God. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. To, san- to sanctify her, cleansing her by the washing with water through the word of God. Ephesians chapter 5 verse 26. So, so that thing you see. <coughs> is to wash themselves after everything, after every sacrifice, to wash themselves. Now understand, the first thing is the brazen altar. The second thing is the brazen lava. So these are the things you see in the outer court. And I told you that when they want to claim somebody, the person will lay his hand. This story is supposed to be on your mind because I've been teaching it and teaching and teaching. The person will put his hand even on the animal, and then when the person puts his hand on the animal, suddenly they will transfer his things. Are you getting it? To the animal. So when they sacrifice the animal on the altar, it means that all the sins of the person has been sacrificed on the altar. Now look at what will happen. On the top of the altar, there are four horns. And when I was teaching about altars one day, once I was teaching, people begin to fall. And I saw that altars and horns that were on the altars were broken. Listen, the Lord showed me something. Somebody fell four times. I didn't understand. Later, I was studying and the Lord said, the reason why these people fall four times is because four horns were broken. was teaching about the tabernacle and I go to altar and I said 
on the on the altar the the brazen altar or the altar of sacrifice you see four horns now anytime they are making sacrifice do you know what they do they put blood at the tip of the altar and they sprinkle some at the root of the uh, sorry on the tip of the horn and they sprinkle some at the base of the horn on the altar so anytime you see the horn on top of it it looks red and the reason why the horn look red is because they put blood why is it that we are supposed to sacrifice something on the altar nevertheless we put blood at the tip of all the four horns ask yourself those questions now when you read your bible you 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 understand are you getting it so the priest will put blood on top of all the four horns and do you know why because horns the significance of horns is that number one horn is a sign of authority anybody when you see a horn it is a glorification and it comes by the authority so you see your horn have I exalted like the horn of unicorn it shows your strength so the strength of the altar is embodied together with the horn altars without horn are not powerful that is why when you go to um these places shrines you will see horns you will see horns because the horns speaks so number two horns number one is authority or strength number two the significance or the importance of horn the horn is that the horn has a voice it speaks it communicate it announces it declares Yes, it, it symbolizes leadership. That is true, and that is the authority part. So, whether leadership, authority, or strength, yes, it, the person was was right. Are you getting it? Yes. I said number two is what voice. The horns has a voice. Listen. In the olden times, any time you see or you hear that they blow a horn, it summons the whole community. Everybody, wherever you are, you must come. The Bible says that when Jesus is coming back. He will come with these angels, and these angels will blow the trumpet. Let me tell you, the heavenly trumpet is not the earthly one; it is a horn. They have this long horn that they blow. That is how the end will be. When they are coming, you see them blowing that one, and that is the voice to announce that Jesus is coming back. So when we say trumpet, the trump of the angel, forget about the trumpet we play in church. We are talking about horn that announced. Do you know that 
for us to anoint a king, anoint a man of God, even recently, for them to ordain me as an apostle, do you know that they use horn? They use horn on David. It started David. They, you see, they didn't anoint Samuel and Saul with a horn, but they anointed David with a horn. Please follow where you you have you have to understand all this very well. Have this understanding. So when you when you see that any voice speaking on any altar, you have understanding. <coughs> Are you following? Yes. So there are four horns. Why is it that there are four horns? I love to ask questions when I'm studying the Bible. Why is it that there are four horns? There are four horns because there are four corners of the world. Each horn declare on, the, on one corner of the earth. You have north, south, east, and west, right? Yes. The other declare north, one declare east, one declare west, one declare south. So the horns faces all the direction of the earth. And this is why it doesn't matter whether you travel from Ghana to UK or US. When your family horn blow, wherever you are, you have to, you have to ceremony. on you. <laughs> Listen, if you are not, if you are not prayerful, when your family horn on the altar blow, wherever you are, you have to be ceremony. You will come back. People of God, what I'm teaching you is very, very profound. Learn and learn well. So these are the things you will see around the altar of sacrifice or the brazen altar. Are you following? I said it had what? Four horns. And the horns speaks about the four corners of the world. Number one, I said the horn is for what? Authority, leadership. I said number one is what? Authority, leadership, strength. Number two, it symbolized a voice. Yes. In the other time, you said horn does not always mean authority. It can also mean pride and arrogance. So in which context that it, does it mean pride and arrogance? Yes. You remember that if some people have authority and the authority is abuse, that is pride, that is arrogance. When we place people in a place of authority, they become proud, they become arrogant. Are you getting it? So that's why I said that horns, your horns shall be exalted. When God exalts certain people, they themselves also exalt themselves. Are you getting it? And when you do that, that is pride. In human sense, 
suddenly some people become proud they become arrogant they become like you see those boastful it, it can mean that are you getting it but not necessarily that automatically when a horn you see it to be arrogant pride no 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 god exalts horns he give more grace to the humble but he resists the proud are you getting it uh-huh so if somebody's horn is exalted it's because god is giving more grace to that person So that, 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 that is what it means. Now, when you cross from the... This is the outer court you are talking about. When you cross from the outer court... You now enter into the inner court. The inner court has been divided into two compartments. The holy place and the most holy place. Please learn well. Are you following? The inner court has been divided into what? Two compartments. We have the holy place and the most holy place. We have what? The holy, place. the holy place and the most holy place. Now, in the holy place, what is divided or what is separating the holy place from the most holy place is a garment. But the garment is so thick that you cannot see in the most holy place. Are you following? Yes. Now, in the holy place, please follow well. In the holy place, you will see something that they call the altar or the table of shield bread. Now, the design of the table of shield bread, it looks like an altar. Kara, are you following? I'll ask questions. I've been teaching this severally. I'll ask questions. The table of shield bread. And yet he bread, shield bread, shield bread. Yeah, right, the carol. <laughs> Every Sabbath, please listen on. I want to teach you so you understand the rituals that goes on. And how the enemy was able to adapt this knowledge to now build a place we call shrine. You now see place and they call the place shrine. You don't know where shrine came from. They studied how God told Moses to build him a tabernacle. And they saw what was involved in the tabernacle. And they did the same because they had the understanding that in the tabernacle, God's presence was with them. So they to building that, they can bring the presence of demons. So if you find yourself in a location where there is a shrine, that is the presence of the devil himself.
Are you following? Okay. If I'm able to deal with this foundation, God went tomorrow 6 30 a.m. Then we are going straight, 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 straight. Just like that. Can I continue now? The table of shield bread. Now the table of shield bread, we have 12 loaves of bread. We had what? 12 loaves of bread. Now this is the funny thing. The number 12 is the number of what? Government. So Jesus had 12 disciples. We have 12 months. Are you getting it? We have 12 tribes. So it's a number of government. Anytime you hear government, you know that it's a high thing we are talking about. And what is government? You did general. What is government? Carol, what is government? Be fast. We are learning. So government, in simple terms, it means that they have authority to rule or govern a certain nation. Are you getting it? Yes. Now, why is it that we have 12 loaves of bread? Remember, do you know Israel, the meaning of Israel? Please, I want you people to your eyes to be open today. What's the meaning of Israel? Now we know Israel has 12 tribes. You know that. So that 12 loaves of bread. So somebody just sent me a message, Pastor Joy. You are moving fast, please. To Obumaye. Give me a cup of coffee.
12 loaves of bread. Now, these 12 loaves of bread, the 12 symbolize the 12 tribes of Israel. I hope it is clear now. The 12 tribes of Israel. Somebody say, I agree, Paish. <laughs> huh? Huh? Why did God use loaves of loaves of bread? Do you know that Bethlehem? Do you know that Bethlehem is is the house of bread? That is the meaning of Bethlehem. And Bethlehem was part of Israel, but something happened. Now it has been part of the Palestinian. <clears throat> nation, are you getting it? Uh-huh. But it was part. So Bethlehem is called the house of bread. God Himself, Jesus, is the bread of life. So bread has a, a, a symbol. I get it. Bread of life. Now the priest, every Sabbath, you know, every Sabbath that that was Saturday. Every Sabbath, the priest has to consume all the twelve loaves of bread. The bread prepared must not stay to the next day. Every Sabbath, the priest must consume the 12 loaves of bread. So remember, <coughs> it's a ritual. Are you following? Yes, sir. It's a ritual that is going on. The same way in that shrine, the reason why the priest uh, is always there is because there is something he has to always perform so that they can promote evil in your household but anybody on assignment to promote evil let my god strike them down in the name of jesus are you following Are you following? Are you learning? Yes. The priest must consume the 12 loaves of bread. And I told you it means government. It means the 12 tribes of Israel. Are you following? May the government of God be instituted even in your house. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Now the next thing you will see is what we call the golden lampstand. Many people call it the menorah. The menorah. I know some people name their children menorah. Menorah Makego. Menorah Samoa. Menorah. Are you following? Now, there are seven candles stand. Now, the seven, that, the colleagues, they normally use it. Okay, my brother came, Professor, you saw that Professor was wearing a chain. 
and the wife was also wearing that same chain and they had those things it is called the menorah as a golden lampstand you remember that in the book of revelation please follow well in the book of revelation chapter 2 and 3 you remember that he said the message to how many churches the message to which churches to the seven churches now the candle that we are talking about this is the old testament and the candlestick had seven prongs the seven prongs karaya confuse on tebrofo show me the side then the prongs that day <laughs> when i'm teaching about about the sanctuary series so people get confused but you will understand it in jesus name amen god bless you Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamos, Thyatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, Laodicea. God bless you. You remember that there was a warning, and the warning was that if you do not change from your sin, I will come and take your lamp from its stand. You remember that scripture? Because the light is the light of the church when they take it out that is all and unto the angel of the church of sardis and unto the angel of the church of laodicea and unto the angel of the church of what ephesus if you do not turn from your wicked then i will take your lampstand so when you enter there the golden menorah is the only light inside the whole tent and it has seven prongs are you getting it remember that all the seven prongs eh it was designed from one gold like a bar of gold and and yes you could find branch the bcc is soon as seven i say edria wasne so what i say wasne no any seven branches because one thing about god let me show you god doesn't want mix 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 doesn't want you to mix things with this thing so that's why even the animal you sacrifice is spotless without spot are you getting it so anything that on person be mixing any gold to that gold now they are designing seven prongs no so the same gold bar they design out of a seven prongs to make the seven candlesticks a candle stand sorry are you following yeah. okay the number 7 is the number of perfection are you following the number 7 is what is the number of perfection yes we are talking about altars and i'm talking about how people build shrines that they place all test inside <laughs> taliado guys 
Are you following? Yes, sir. Yes. I'm about to finish the first session. Completeness. Perfection. Are you getting that? The number seven. And the lampstand with seven prongs also speaks about the Holy Spirit. Do you remember in the in the Bible? The Bible says in the book of Revelation that the seventh spirit of God. Okay, let's read. Somebody, somebody is asking a question. Revelation chapter one. I told you first that the seven candlesticks equal to the seven churches, right? Yes. Revelation chapter 1 verse 20. These are as it were the two olive trees and as it were the two lambs of the seven lamp lampstand ministering for the Father in the earth. No, that is not what I'm looking for. The mystery of the seven stars, Revelation chapter 1 verse 20. You see that the seven is, is, the, is the seven churches. But it's also the seven spirit of God, which is the symbol of the Holy Spirit. I will talk to you about it. The mystery of the seven stars which thou sowest in my right hand and the seven golden candlesticks. The seven stars are the angels of the seven churches. And the seven candlesticks which thou sowest at the seven churches Kwame, are you okay now and i'm saying again i'm with them because we're going to have a good one So you see the scripture explaining things. That the seven candlestick is what? Carol, the seven candlestick is what? Seven churches. Are you following? They are what? The seven churches. Carol, what do you
Am I ahead? Okay. The last time I explained the seven candlestick to you, and I said, number one is the spirit of wisdom. Number two, the spirit of counsel. Number three, the spirit of knowledge. Number three, the spirit of fear. Number four, the spirit of mind. Number five, the spirit of understanding. Eight, number six, the spirit of understanding. Number seven, the spirit of the Lord. Those are the seven candlesticks. Did you get it? Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 and 2. Let's read together. Can you hear me now? Isaiah chapter 11. Please pardon me. I hope now you understand. <laughs> you want to understand all this? You want people that in the name of Jesus, altar die, altar die, have understanding, have understanding, have understanding, have understanding. You see, one thing about understanding is that as we are learning like this, eh, you are growing, you, know, you are building capacity. You have deeper understanding about all this. Yeah. You know how fetish priest came. You know how even shrines were built. Concerning the candlestick and the Holy Spirit. Oh, but what is the Holy Spirit? It's the Spirit of God. Are you getting it? And it is through that Spirit that we have the seven churches. Are you getting it? So in Isaiah, that's why you should read Isaiah. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1. And the Spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. Number one, the Spirit of Wisdom understanding the spirit of counsel the spirit of might or strength the spirit of knowledge and the spirit of the fear of the lord so that th those are the three here three here the middle one stands for jesus the number six is the number of man but the one that perfect man is Jesus. That is why when you see the candlestick, the candlestand or the candlestick, the one at the middle is Jesus. You have three here, three on your left, three on your right. And one stands out in the middle and that is Jesus. Are you following? Yes. Yes. So it is Isaiah, the book of Isaiah, chapter 11, verse 1 to 2. You know the, the spirit we are talking about. You will see six. And the last one is the spirit of the Lord. And this making seven. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. 
So each one of the lampstand represent a ministry of the Holy Spirit. So to one, the spirit of wisdom. Kwame, why are you confused? But I'm in breaking it down this year. Kwame, all the gift we operate in, it is given by who? All the giftings, the Holy Spirit, God bless you. So the spirit of wisdom, it is coming from where? The Holy Spirit, are you getting it? The spirit of, of, of understanding, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of counsel, the Holy Spirit, the spirit of might, knowledge, the fear, the Holy Spirit. So now the lampstand, Carol, is now in us. Those New Testament church, it is now in us. The spirit of wisdom, understanding, might, counsel, whatever is in us. Are you getting it? Yes. So these are the seven ministry of the Holy Spirit in the man that have received the Holy Spirit, which is the Spirit of the Lord. So three here, three here is, is the figure of man. Six is the number of man. And the one standing in the middle is Jesus. And that perfect man, without him, you are not perfect. You still remain man. Yes. I, are you getting it? That's why if you are a man and you don't know Jesus, you are not perfect. You are still struggling. Now I'm done with that. Now, when you finish the golden menorah, remember that this, each of the stem is a revelation of God. So one man can operate in three dimensions of God. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel. Are you following? Yes. And there is one last thing. Now, one of the shocking things is that in the tabernacle, the outer court and the inner court, both of it has an altar. This is serious. It means that every time there is an altar. The outer court, we saw the altar of sacrifice. But the inner court, we saw, we are seeing an altar of incense. Anytime the priest is going to perform anything, they have to bring a coal from the brazen altar in the outside of the tent and put that coal in the altar of incense for the incense to fill the room. That is what the Catholics do. Do you know that on every Sunday, I don't know if I, I could recall well, in the Catholic church, 
when the Roman father is coming, they will be holding an incense to fill the room. They are practicing something. A ritual. <laughs> Verse 4. The same way when you go to a shrine, when you visit the shrine, you will see them spreading something on the environment. You don't understand. Sometimes powder, sometimes certain things that have been made some concussion, they will pour it on them. Are you getting it? Yes. Now remember that this thing that I'm teaching you is what God told them to do. But I mean, people have copied it. Demons have copied it and they are doing it to attack our destiny. But today, as I teach you to understand, may they be exposed and be destroyed in the name of Jesus. So the altar where we saw altar, the inner court we are seeing altar. Are you following? Now, you will now go to the Holy of Holies. Now, in the Holy of Holies, we have the Ark of the Covenant. I think this one, I've been teaching you, uh, if you people are not able to explain it, I'll, I'll have issue with you. The Ark of the Covenant too looks like an altar. And I told you that it's an altar. In the Ark of the Covenant, we have on top the cherubims bowing together on top. It is called the mercy seat. Okay, Nancy, I was teaching it. As I bought for a and I'm a car say in the middle, no, there is a light that appears in the middle. That's how God appears to them. Now, inside the Ark of the Covenant. You will have a decalogue, which is the Ten Commandment. Two stones of the five, each of the commandments. And there were two cherubim that were on either end of the Ark of the Covenant. And they were looking on the mercy seat. Are you following? And we have what they call, my friend is saying, Aaron's rod, the Aaron's rod, the Aaron's We have a tree, the Aaron's rod, the Aaron's rod, the Aaron's rod, the Aaron's rod, the People of God, this is also an altar. I'm done with the tabernacles. God willing, tomorrow, 6.30 a.m., 
I will go forward and I will talk to you. Some of you, I will locate your house where the altar has been built. Then we will destroy it. We have already prayed. The Lord bless you. The Lord favor you. And the Lord increase you. Some people are tired. But take this one for now. You will meet God with you.